Welcome to the Branding with Video podcast, your one-stop shop to take your brand to the next level. If you're ready to learn the best tips and tricks in the industry to dominate your brand and become legendary, you've come to the right place. So strap in, listen up, and let's do this. If you need immediate sales, if you need business now and you need to grow now, creating content is not the best thing for you to do. Creating content has quickly gone from a nice to have to a necessity. If you are not creating content in 2023, you are not getting long tail marketing and you are going to fall behind. So let's answer the three big questions that I get about creating content for coaching or consulting businesses. Now there are three big questions that I get when I talk to anyone, especially business owners, coaches, consultants, when they want to grow their business. And even when they do go create that content, they do it with a lack of clarity for the wrong reasons and it doesn't actually grow their business. And when this happens, they give up on it. They say it doesn't work and that creating content really isn't that important. If you fall into that camp and you stop creating content, you are going to follow behind. So I'm glad you're watching this video because we're going to help you to understand and get clarity around what type of content to create, where to post that content, and what the real purpose of this type of content is so that you have proper expectations for growing your business. Hi, my name is Zach Mitch and welcome to the channel. I work with some of the top thought leaders and podcasters in the world to help them to grow on YouTube. My business partners, Evan Carmichael, and we've worked with some of the top names in the industry. So my goal with this channel is to help you to grow on YouTube, to grow your business and actually reach your goals with the content that you're creating. All right, so we are gonna answer the three big questions that I get, but I think the most important thing that we can do right now is help you to understand the context of why content is important because too often what I see is that people go and they want to create content, they spend lots of money, lots of time doing it, and they get frustrated when immediately they don't have sales, immediately their business isn't growing and it's not doing what they think that it should be doing. And part of this is a misconception around what content is actually there for and what it's supposed to do for your business. What content does is it is marketing. It is a long tail. It is that exposure over time. So if you need something right now, the best thing that you can do is direct outreach, calling, cold calling if you need to. Uh, one of the things that I like to do is you know direct messaging, whether it's through email, uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, things like that. That is going to get you more immediate sales than creating content will. Because what that is, is that is active work for immediate results. Whereas creating content is more passive work. And instead of going out and doing the work to you know sell people and get them to buy into your coaching, your consulting, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you are attracting them. If they watch your content, they need your help, they like the answers you're giving, and you know they see what you have to offer, they're going to be attracted to you rather than you having to go out and find them. And so you are shining this light, so to speak, to attract the right audience versus having to do the work day in and day out. You really want to have multiple ways to monetize and to grow your business. Creating content is essential because you are going to fall behind if you're trying to do just one-on-one -on -one outreach and one-on-one -on -one consulting, which is a great business model, but if you want more passive sources of income or have to do less with you know reaching out to clients, creating content is essential. So I hope that context has been helpful here. Creating a YouTube channel, you know, posting on any sort of social media is not an immediate solve to you know not having enough clients now. Now down the road, absolutely. You do this for months and years, and this content will become your biggest source of clients and your biggest source of income. You'll have to turn away business or hire new people because it'll bring so much business in, but that does take work. It does take time. You're building a machine. And so uh, that is the thing that we need to have context around the thing that we need to frame this around. It's not for immediate sales. It is for a long-term success because most businesses fail in the first five years. And most that survive five years fail within 10 years. Yeah. It is a very small percentage of businesses that actually survive. And this is one of the ways that you can guarantee or at least make it more likely that your business is going to survive and that you're going to do well. 
All right, so what are the three big questions that I get? So I'm going to answer them in the order I usually get them, but then we're gonna talk about which is most important. So the number one question that I get is, where should I be creating and posting content? Now, arguably, you should know what you're posting, why you're posting it, all these other things before we talk about where, but for the sake of answering the most pressing question on your mind, let's talk about where you should be posting in 2023 and what platforms are going to serve what you have best. So the thing here that we need to understand is, what is it that we're trying to do? Are you trying to grow your business? Are you trying to get more clients or more people in your courses or more people that pay you in some capacity? Okay, if that is the answer to why you're posting, there are a couple of things that you need to take into consideration here. So if that's the case, we need them to know you, to like you, to trust you, and to give them some sort of value that helps them solve a problem that they're looking for. Okay, so that's that's the context here. That's what our content needs to do. Now, let's look at the places that you can post. Right now, there's a lot of crazy things going on with Twitter um, and different social media platforms, but let's go through a few of these and help you to understand why some of these make sense and why these don't. But I'm going to use Twitter for the sake of context. So Twitter, 280 characters, very short videos. There's not a lot of trust, a lot of answers, a lot of things that you can provide in such a short time. Because if someone has a big question that they're going to pay you for, how are you going to answer that in 280 characters or in 45 seconds? It is really hard to be able to do that. Same with TikTok, Instagram, you know, some of these others, it's a little easier because on TikTok, Instagram, you can go longer videos, you know, on TikTok, you can do 10 minutes at the time of recording this. Instagram, I'm not actually sure what the time length is, but I know you can do at least 10 minutes. Uh, LinkedIn is also a 10 minute time limit. So there's a couple of these platforms where we have medium length content that can answer a question. You know, think of some of the questions that you get asked most as a coach, as a consultant, and you probably can answer the most important ones in a 10 minute time frame. Think about the context of these platforms. Are you, if you're a user of any of these platforms, do you go to TikTok to get answers to questions, to watch 10 minute videos, to, you know, find a new coach, a new consultant, education in some form? Likely the answer is no. Uh, this may change over time, but currently in the state of TikTok, that's not really what is doing well. Two to three minute educational videos can work, but again, you have to hook people in really, really well. People aren't searching it out and it's it's a lot harder. Instagram, a little bit better just because of how the algorithm works. If people are following your content for that and they have loyalty towards it, that can work. It's not the greatest, but it can work. LinkedIn actually works really, really well, depending on what problem you're solving. If you have a business related problem, the clients and people that you work with most are in business. LinkedIn actually works really, really well. You can write articles, you can create you know, video content, things like that. Those can work. Now, problem here is that when we're talking about helping someone, getting them to know us, like us, trust us, we need to solve some issue for them. Likely you're watching this video because you're a coach or a consultant. You wanna know how to grow your business. You wanna know how to create content that can help you to you know, succeed and to have more clients and to make more money in 2023. The problem here is that if you're trying to find answers like that, likely you're not going to these other platforms. If you happen to have those questions and someone happens to put out a piece of content, you talking to you know potential clients and it matches up, that's great. It doesn't often happen that way. People are going to find you know education in long, long form content. When I say long form, I'm talking 30 minutes plus. We're talking 10 minutes plus because you're coaching, you're consulting, you're teaching, you're educating, and you can't do that 
effectively in a very short video and people want more. If I have a very important business problem or a very important problem in my life that say I'm, I'm willing to spend $2,000 to fix this problem. You tell me you have the instant solution and I'm willing to pay you $2,000. I'm not going to TikTok. I'm not going to Twitter. I'm not going to Instagram. I'm not going to probably not going to LinkedIn. Maybe where I'm really going to try to find those types of answers is YouTube. There's not a ton when it comes to content, trying to solve those issues. YouTube is the king. And you know, as the time of recording this one to three hour videos are actually the fastest growing segment on YouTube. And so many people, whether clients or not, when I talk to them, they're like, well, YouTube doesn't like long content. And actually the opposite is true. YouTube loves, loves promoting long content. As long as it's good, as long as people are watching it, because it allows them to show more ads. It allows them to do the thing that they're trying to do. And as long as you're you know, doing this properly, YouTube will promote your videos more. So the answer to that question, where should you be posting content really depends on the purpose of your content. And if you can't tell, my preference is that you're posting on YouTube. Posting on YouTube is the best place and the best way to put out educational content that helps people, that gets them to know you like you trust you and want to interact with you more as far as getting your services, reading your book, taking your course, whatever it is that way. Depends on your goal, but we haven't asked that question yet. And so my blanket answer is going to be, you want everything to be YouTube based first. You can cut shorter content from a long YouTube video. There's a lot of different things that you can do. Now, the one question I know some of you are going to ask is what about a podcast? I've heard that podcasts are great for keeping retention. It's longer. So people know, like, and trust me, I'm solving issues that it kind of checks all the boxes, but I don't have to do video. The answer here is yes, you should do a YouTube first podcast. That's the answer that I give all of my clients, everyone I work with, because you have all the benefits. You are already sitting here talking, creating content that way, whether you're interviewing someone, whether you have a solo episode, whatever it is that you're doing, you're already creating that content. The only difference is you're gonna have to buy a camera and you're gonna have to figure out how to use it. Worst case scenario, use your phone. Phone records decent video. Uh, you're gonna have to probably buy some lighting because lighting is way more important than you think it is. And if you wanna learn how to set up your lighting, your camera, things like that. My channel is a place where I talk about stuff like that, but it's not very hard to in you know add video so that you can post on YouTube. You can also post the podcast. You can post clips on TikTok, on Instagram podcast. Yes, I absolutely recommend if you are a coach or a consultant that you start a podcast. Now, how you do that is a whole nother video in and of itself, because I have worked with clients that have created content for decade plus, and they didn't reach the goal that they were looking for because they weren't creating content to meet that goal. And it was really sad to see and really frustrating because there was so much potential there. And if they had have just understood a couple of things, it would have been such a different look. And so for you, yes, you should start a podcast, but you are gonna wanna make sure you do it right. And are you gonna wanna make sure that you create content that is actually reaching your goals? So let's answer question number two. And question number two is arguably the most important question. That is, what should I talk about when I am creating content so that I can reach my goals? And that's the most important part at the end. So I can reach my goals because everyone's goal is going to be different. If you just want as many eyeballs as possible, look at people like Mr. Beast. He creates some phenomenal content that replaces TV shows. Like it is amazing. Now, on the other hand, you look at some channels and most people don't understand this, but if you have a thousand subscribers, you're in the top 20% of all YouTube channels on planet earth. We, we like to look at, you know, subscriber numbers, 
count numbers and we're like, oh, 2,000 subscribers, that is so small. There's no way that does anything that's just starting. 2,000 subscribers is you know, probably top 18 or 17% of all channels on planet Earth. And I know way more small channels. Make- I hope you're enjoying the show. Podcasts are absolutely one of my favorite ways to consume content. But if you didn't know, I actually also have the video versions of all of these podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So if you go to wearevideomakers.tube, it'll take you right to the We Are Video Makers YouTube channel. And there's a full playlist with all the branding with video podcast videos. So again, that's wearevideomakers.tube or you can go down in the show notes and there's a link there as well. I'll see you over there. King six and seven figures, then large channels. Now, if you have the type of channel that can do that with, you know, 5,000, 10,000 subscribers and you scale it, well, your income scales as well. But the thing here is that those topics that have incredible reach, you know, Mr. Beast burying himself alive or, you know, some random thing that people are just like, oh, I'm intrigued, I'll watch. Those types of topics are not the ones that are going to make you a lot of money. Now, if you have a question that people ask all the time, we're going to use my question here that I'm answering for you as an example. Where do I create content to grow my business? That is not a topic that, you know, hundreds of millions of people want the answer to. Hundreds of thousands? Sure. Millions? Yeah. But not hundreds of millions. Am I going to get 100 million views on this video no matter how big my audience was? Because it is a more niche topic. But if you're asking this question and I have a service that answers this that you can pay for, I'm more likely to make money that way. And in this video, I have nothing to sell you. I'm really just trying to answer questions that I get all the time and I want to help you. But for you, think about this. If you have a pressing question that you get often, that is your selling point. Make a video around that because your goal is to get more clients eventually, is to help people. The thing here is, and a lot of people have a hard time with this, give away your secret sauce. Give away the information that you feel like is too good to give away without paying for it or having people pay for it because that shows you are the expert. That shows you can solve a problem. People aren't going to pay you for information. Literally, you can learn everything that I know, everything that you know by enough YouTube videos, enough researching, enough looking online. That's not the problem. It's not the information. It's how do you apply that information? How do you have the wisdom and the experience and the know-how to actually apply that information? Because I can tell you that if you can have 70% viewer retention at one minute, your videos are likely to do really, really well. You have the information now. You know that if you can create a YouTube video that gets 70% retention at one minute, things go really, really well. The problem is, do you know how to get that? Do you know what that entails? Do you, do you even know where to see your viewer retention for a YouTube video? There are a lot of things behind that knowledge that you don't have. And that's okay because I'm here to help you and teach you. But think about the questions that your audience are asking. You might think it's simple. For me, that, that answer was simple. 70% retention in one minute, that's easy. And for you, you're thinking, whoa, I don't even know what you said or that's impossible. If you've created YouTube videos, you know how hard that is. Like, There's a lot of things that go into that because I'm the expert in what I think. You have the curse of knowledge, and so when you think of your top questions, they're like, oh, it's easy. For the people you're trying to help, it's not easy. And so make it easy for them. Share the information for them that they need to know. There's gonna be a small percentage of people, though, that hear what you say, know that that's the truth, I want to pay for access to you, for that wisdom, for the shortcut, to save time, to be able to do things faster, better, so that they don't have to waste, you know, all of the heartache and all the time and probably more money than it would cost to hire you anyway to get the result that they're looking for. So give away your secret sauce, post content that shows the thing that you want to sell. If you're trying to sell coaching and consulting, create content where you are coaching and consulting. Don't, you know, bring, if, you, if you're an expert in your field, or you don't have to be a V expert, but some sort of an expert, you're coaching and consulting in it, so you know your stuff. Don't bring on 
all of these guests and just interview them. You can do that. You can make that work. There's a way to make that work. But the biggest mistake that I see is you have an expertise in something you're helping people in. And so you say, okay, cool. I want to do a podcast. So I'm going to find industry experts and I'm going to bring them on. I'm going to interview them. And when I do that, I'm bringing knowledge to my audience and I'm going to be seen as the expert because I know these people. That's not the case. Actually happens is people see you bring on guests. You talk not enough to be seen as an expert. The thing here is that they then see your guest as the expert. They come for the guest if they know who that guest is and your viewership is only going to be whoever knows these guests. So there's a lot of misconceptions that come because of this and your channel's not going to grow nearly as well as it would if you were seen as the expert. People aren't going to buy your stuff. They're not going to sign up for classes or courses or to buy your book because they don't see you as the expert. You think they should because you've brought on experts and you understand what these experts are talking about, but you haven't displayed that you understand what these experts are talking about. You haven't shown them what it looks like to work with you. You can come on and have a one-on-one -on -one coaching session. The catch here is that it's going to be on my YouTube channel, which gives them some exposure, which is great. Um, not everyone is going to want that. That's just fine. But you can create content where you are coaching someone. And if someone watches an hour of you coaching someone else on the exact same questions that they have, they're going to think they're a special unicorn and they have their own question that is not what you just covered, even if the answer is the exact same. We all like to think that our situations are special. I'm not an exception to that. I do the exact same thing. So we will pay for access to experts to help you know, shortcut our experience. It's a smaller percentage of those people, but if you build a tribe and audience of people who want the answers to the questions that you're answering, there's going to be a percentage that will pay you. So the answer to what type of content should I be posting is what type of content is going to get people to know, like, and trust you for the thing that you want them to know, like, and trust you for. Share your secret sauce, show them what it is that you want to get paid for. If you wanna get paid for group coaching, show some group coaching videos. If you want to get paid for one-on-one -on -one coaching, show some one-on-one -on -one coaching videos. You are not going to diminish the value of your coaching by sharing it with other people. That is not what people are paying for. They're not paying for the information. They're paying for the access to you. And the sooner you can wrap your mind around that, the sooner this all makes sense and the more effective your content will be. So the second part of this question is, I know now what type of content I sh should create, but do I only create those coaching videos? Do I only create the group coaching or whatever it is that you want? And the answer to that is no. Um, I'm going to do a separate video on this entirely, but you want three pillars of content to be able to go on your channel. You know, it's, it, we want a well-rounded channel. We don't just want the one, you know, individuals coming on getting coached by you watching that over and over and over will get a bit boring. Um, but you're probably going to be answering the same questions over and over and that's okay. People need repetition. We need to be able to hear these, but if you have three different types of content and one of them is the one-on-one -on -one coaching, one of them is interviews with experts because you want to have that podcast style show, which you can, and you can actually post all of this on a podcast. I do it on my podcast and it works well because people hear you giving the information that they're looking for. And then you choose some third type of content. One of the things that I like to do is I like to review camera gear. I absolutely love camera gear. Does it fit what I'm doing exactly? Maybe not. But if you are an entrepreneur, you're a coach or a consultant, you want to grow your YouTube channel, your podcast, social media content to make money. I focus on YouTube and podcasting. Then maybe you don't know what camera you should get or what microphone you should get or what is important when it comes to lighting or you know the different things like that. Maybe you need help with that. And if you do, my channel can help because that's something that I like to talk about. And 
it, it helps me to keep going and create more content because I love talking about those things. So does it fit? Yes. It's the same audience. That's the big question here is are all three of these topics or are these three pillars of content? Will the same audience watch them? That third piece of you know content for me was I'm going to go talk about cars or I'm going to go talk about weightlifting, which is something I love. It's a different audience and that's, that's not going to fit. You're not going to watch a percentage of you will watch a video about weightlifting. Most of you, if you like the other two pillars of content I have, you're not going to. So just make sure it's the same audience and three pillars of content works, but make sure you're reaching your goals. If you want to be seen as the expert, you want people to pay for your expertise. Most of your content better be showing that. Otherwise people aren't going to understand that you are an expert for one, what you're an expert in for two and why they should pay you. So we're doing a couple of things here to make sure you're creating content that people will watch, people will pay you for, and that can actually grow your business. All right. So the third question that I get is how do I create content that looks and sounds professional? And I know this sounds a little bit off the beaten path, but stick with me. The question here that they're really asking is, do I need to spend thousands of dollars on a camera? Do I need to spend thousands of dollars on a microphone? Do I need a studio space that is dedicated for recording? And the answer to all of these is maybe, yes, no. It depends is the real answer. And what it depends on is what is your goal? Do you need to look and sound top of the line professional? You know, for me, like I mentioned before, I talk about video audio equipment and I want to help you to create one of the best looking, best sounding YouTube channels, podcasts, whatever it is that you're trying to create to grow your business. So for me, if my video or my audio looked or sounded terrible, you're not going to listen to those types of videos. You may still listen to the YouTube type content because of what I do for a living, who my business partner is, who I work with, um, that you may still listen to that even if my audio and video aren't amazing. And that's the point. If you know, audio and video has nothing to do with what you do as a profession, you're not a videographer, you're not selling video services of any kind, people usually don't care. Now I will say you are going to be judged that first 30 seconds by your audio and your video quality. So is it important? Yes. Is it important enough that you should go spend tens of thousands of dollars or hire a crew to make these videos? Probably not. You can, but I don't think you have to. You know, one of the things that I tell people is to start with your smartphone. There's, you know, videos have done this, but Epoch Cam by Elgato is one example of this. It's an app that turns your smartphone into a webcam and it looks phenomenal compared to any, any of the webcams or, you know, in laptop um, cameras that I've tried or looked at. It is heads above any of those things. It's a $6 app. It has a free version, actually. You don't have to use it. And in fact, I know that Mac has now released a way to connect your iPhone as you know a webcam. You don't have to spend a lot of money. Now, if you want to get a camera, you can start with a smartphone. The one thing I will, or I guess two things I will say that are worth spending the money on is a good microphone and getting your lighting right. Now, some spaces that I've worked with people have windows and really they wouldn't have to spend a dime on lighting if they were just okay recording when it's light out. Seriously, like there are some times when that's an option. I, you know, live in Colorado and um, my space in the basement has no light in the ceiling and one window that is small. This doesn't work. I, I, there's no way I could record the type of content I do, take the calls, coach clients, things like that without lighting. And so lighting is important. You don't have to spend a ton on it. A good microphone is the one thing that I will say you should spend a lot more than you think you should on. When it comes to camera, no, use your smartphone. If you want good camera equipment, my videos don't look this good by using a smartphone. I'm sorry. I wish I could say that they did, but you know, between this camera and this camera setup, you know, there's 
uh, close to $10,000 worth of camera equipment. So is that important for you? No. Is it important for you if you talk about audio and video? Yes. Um, so really, you know, priorities. What is it that's most important? Use your smartphone, get your lighting right, and spend the money that you need to on a good microphone, and you're good to go. You can start with nothing. You can start with just your smartphone. I would recommend still getting a good microphone, but do you need it? No, you really don't. And I think that it's something that holds people back. They say, oh, I don't have the right camera gear. Oh, I don't have the right microphone. I don't have the right bumper. Bumper's kind of that uh, fancy intro to a YouTube video, which you, if you saw, I actually didn't put one on this video because they're not super helpful. They don't add anything. So there, there's a lot of little elements that you might be using as excuses not to create content. And I'm here to slap that down and say, I'm sorry, but equipment is not something that you can say that is an excuse for not creating content. If you have a smartphone, you have what you need to create content. And I will say that having a good microphone makes a difference. But if your information is good enough, if you're answering those questions that people will spend thousands of dollars to solve, a lot of them will get past how you look and how you sound if you keep their attention long enough in the video to get into that value, which goes into a whole nother topic of how to create a video that keeps 70% retention at one minute, how to teach people, all those things. And uh, so there's a lot more there, but the answer to this third question is no, you don't need the fancy equipment. You need to go create content that actually helps people. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already listened to some of the past episodes, I wanted to give you a couple of options. So here are a couple of guest episodes that you might like. On episode one, we learned how Sev grew to 1.1 million followers on TikTok. Episode three, how to make money streaming on Amazon Live. Episode five, we learned how Chris Doe grew to 2 million subscribers and what he would do if he were starting over in 2022. Episode seven is how an 18 year old built a five figure a month business on TikTok. And episode nine is how to grow and monetize your podcast. I hope one of those sounded interesting to you. If they did, I'll see you in the next episode. If not, make sure to go to the show notes and connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know who my next guest should be.